Hey, I'm David Arquette, and you're listening to Ringside Podcast. You're listening to the Ringside Podcast. Welcome to Ringside. The show that brings you all that is pro wrestling news, interviews, and opinions. Oops, I'm breaking the fourth wall. Woo! You know what? You know what? You just made the list. Really? With Daniel Spencer. The jabroni beaten. Pie eaten. Jeremy Wallman. And I'm the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And Eric Cornish. And I think that the spotlight should go on top of me. And now, let's ring the bell and start the show. Welcome to the Ringside Podcast. I'm Daniel Spencer. I'm Jeremy Wallman. And I'm Eric Cornish. All right, guys. We got the one and only. How are you going to do that? How are you going to start the show? You, oh, because you don't want me to prove you wrong, so you're trying to start the show off What real are you quick. talking about? I think you know what I'm talking about. No, I wasn't. Trying to, we we got to get going. Don't you have another podcast to record or something after this? They can wait. Okay. All right. This well. man's a, he's important to well, me. I, I was trying to introduce him. You interrupted. So apparently he's not that important because you had to make sure you interrupted him. See? See what happens there? You so, said you said David Arquette deserved to be ranked above him last year in the PWI. Uh, we'll talk so about that. We'll talk about that. I would never that. say that. I, it's exactly. not true. That's not the way I said it. So anyways, uh, we'll give a shout out here to our one and only, our guest today, the shotgun, Tony Gunn, the OVW heavyweight champion, Tony Gunn. How you doing, Tony? Doing great, guys. It We're is, not worthy. <laughs> it's awesome to be here, and what a... What a cool setup you have in the studio. It is nice. First guest in the Ringside Podcast Thunderdome. So How about that? Thunderdome. <laughs> hey, Sean. We got to come up with a different name. I think on. that's let trademark. Me, let me say retribution. What if I say that? That's fine. What happens? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Hold, hold on, on real hold quick. On. We got to add a little. If it's the Thunderdome, we got to add a little effect to it just real quick. So we'll go like this. Retribution. Everybody's laughing. All right, let's get it back to <laughs> so anyways um yeah man tony's now now first let's go ahead and address the elephant in the room that that jeremy's trying to twist around you could hear it on the last episode and those listen Everybody i didn't say that david arquette did. deserved yeah what's the story be, i, I want to hear this no so last year of course david arquette was listed in the top five uh the top five the pwi 500 and jeremy brought that up as a how is he no i was pissed because i saw that he was ranked two spots ahead of tony and i'm like that's just stupid. I, I, I get it, but remember, I and you were I like, "Oh, it sounds about right." No, I no, I, <laughs> I did not. The what truth. I explained was is how the PWI works is that it's all about everything together and the buzz and what's going on. And last year, David Arquette was running around every indie place that would bring him in to do a documentary of the film that just came out this 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 month. So he was doing that to promote the show. So therefore, he had a lot of buzz around his name. And that's why he was on the list. I didn't say that, oh, he deserved to be higher than Tony Gunn. But that's I said not that's why he's on the list. You can go back and listen. You know that. You're the editor. You can edit stuff. You already said last episode when we called you out about something. Well, that's never going to make the final cut. So, I mean, he probably edited it out. You didn't hear it. No, it's on the show. You can listen to it. It was not edited out. We're recording this. Duh, you can go back and listen to it. That's not what I said. But I like how even last time you tried to say something that was completely what you said about Tony. You tried to make it sound like I said What was that? I don't even remember now because it's because it was ne- no no. What I said was is that I loved. I know exactly what you're talking about. See, oh, this is the, this the is, dr- no 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 no. That's what you're No 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 no. Stop. Yeah. See, this is what we like to. I don't know how familiar you are with this, but we call this the, the Spencer semantics. Okay. Because he likes he likes to twist words. I said I enjoyed the Saturday Night Special, except for the fact. The, the the match where Tony had to wear the dress, I said that was stupid. I didn't say that his he was stupid. I thought it was stupid <laughs> that he was put in that position. I'm pretty sure we can go back and listen to that episode. You pull and, it up. And, hey, and, look, and, I'm and looking for said, receipts right now. Anyway, so you man, go ahead. I, I forgot all about that. Why don't you have to remind me of that? Yeah. <laughs> so what a you, jack in. <laughs> so you brought it up. No, you, you just brought it up. You mentioned no. You brought it up that you were you, like I was the one that slammed the match, and I was like I was the one to put it over, and then you're the one that was like, oh, it was terrible. I hated that match. No, I. 
I said uh, I hated the concept semantics. That's it. He, that, that's, I'm, and that's I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe Randall Floyd, or, excuse me, formerly known as Randall Floyd, Turbo Turbo Floyd was in the house too for that same review. He was. You and, can ask uh, him. I, and yeah, and he and he and I love that he was like, I liked it, and so see, he agreed with me. But I see, will. This, I will say this though, you know. I think I pulled that dress off pretty well. You did. I, I, super, super. <laughs> the whole, literally, it was the best match of the whole night. I know that you were you were all about the the Randys, the battle for who's going to be your your best friend. No, that was their battle. I didn't. I, that that was, they did that. They wanted to fight to see who would be my favorite Randy. I didn't ask them to do oh, okay. that. So they were doing but, that. But no, I thought I thought the match was was great. I just I, I at that time I did not appreciate the dress part of it. Okay, I didn't All like right. that. I wasn't slamming the match. I was slamming the gimmick part. Well, I did. I liked. I li- no pun intended, but I wasn't slamming it. Not that I liked the match, but the whole storytelling was great because Dapper came out with the kilt instead of the dress, and like it was just great. It was great stuff, and that, and mm-hmm. I just and I even like went to went to Tony. Like I said, we did a match at or I had a show at Grindhouse, and you were there, like you know, like um, supporting the 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 company or whatever, or your your friends that were there in the show. And I walked up to him. I was like, "Dude, I, I remember saying to you, I, I was like, I really enjoyed that match." He's like, "Thanks." And that was kind of walked away. I was like, "All right, I want to, I want to act like a marker on Tony Gunn." <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, um, anyways, it's but okay. uh, I'm used to it by you, Daniel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, while these two are going to fight for the rest of the show, I will be the first to say congratulations on making the PWI 500. Thank you, thank you. This is two years in a row, and and this year I am four spots below than what I was last time. Yeah, so, we'll, let's talk about that. Thanks so, for bringing that up, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> this is the this is, Gun Appreciation Podcast. Well, this is a great show so far. Let's let's, let's knock no, no Tony kidding. in. No, I'm, no, I'm so, sorry. I apologize for both of their hey, incompetence. Well, how about we'll make this better, considering that between the pandemic and your injury, yeah, exactly. You that I mean, only okay. dropping four spots—that's right. not bad. Yeah. Well, yeah. and that's what that's okay. what yeah exactly. Let's bring nice it up rec- because See, that's why I like yeah. you being on the show. That's right. Well, I was going you in that admit direction. Your faults and you recover well. I was going <laughs> in that direction. So, but yes, so absolutely. So with the pan, you know, the injury happened uh, last year, um, and then you know you came you 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 actually came back what quicker than you're you were required to right. So yeah, it's like a, a John Cena moment right there. And then um, you do that. You you have a you have a great run. Uh, coming back, you, you pushed your way from the OVW TV title and you, your character. Threw you that damn there, thing off the bridge. You did. Yeah. <laughs> and you did. And then and then it moves into. That should have put him ahead of David Arquette right there. Absolutely. <laughs> and then it, and then you move into back into the, the, uh, the heavyweight title picture. And then, uh, you know, the pandemic hit. So if it wasn't for the injury and the pandemic, but you probably would have been higher. But the fact that you're there right in those spots with that just shows you how talented you are. So. You know, kudos there. Absolutely, and I believe, and I'm I'm predicting he's going to be higher than that next year. That's it. We'll see. Now, now, interesting though, they said in the very last sentence, and I thought this was nice. They said could current could could certainly do well in Impact Wrestling down the road. I mean, yes, could certainly do well in Impact. Could Not do down well the road be. right now. Well, can we talk about this this year? The yeah. the appearances that that you made on impact and uh you know it was it was an interesting tumultuous time was it not <laughs> to say the least yeah yeah so I, tell I, me about your experiences uh you know uh are we talking about gut check we yeah, talking yeah, about, yeah, yeah. you know gut check was a was a cool experience it was it was fun to go up there to canada and and be a part of that and and the whole crew um you know it it's one of those things where like i was kind of i was kind of Taking back, not taking back, but just kind of looking back and seeing everybody and seeing how everybody like uh, communicated with each other and like you know it's it's a show, right? Gut check mm-hmm. is a show. You got to take who you are and turn it up. And nobody was really doing that at gut check. And I was like, you know, I was like, there's there's no antagonist. There's nobody like really stirring the pot or doing things. Like I was like, I'm going to be that person because this this right now this gut check is not a TV show right now, right? You know, so you don't you don't have that drama. So that's why I. You know, I started stirring the pot with me and the cons. We got into a couple of scuffles, me and a couple other guys. I spit in the ring at this one dude, and then that was a whole big ordeal by the trainer and Bravo, you know, calling us up and all that stuff. So, you know, that, you know, I mean, you know me. You guys know me. I'm a pretty easygoing guy, but I can't be an asshole. And, you yeah. know, with with that gut check thing, I was, I was just being me in a nutshell and just turn it up a bit and – you know, trying to uh, create some tension, and I think I created a little bit of tension. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it literally was. I mean, between yeah, the, what the cons did, and and uh, with uh, Shogun Jackson Stone, and um, and then uh, then all of a sudden turned into, 
you um do the spitting like that was literally like the the whole what the whole show was about at that point because you're right it, it was just guys I'm, I'm trying to even look and watch going back and thinking there wasn't nothing else going it was just guys like okay who they are you're seeing them do you know basic moves in the ring so it was like no character no nothing yeah and it was it is weird the guys were being too too political for the camera like you know mm-hmm. when you go to a locker room or a show like you want to be nice and political and not you know and not stir the pot and 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 you know, and be uh, right. pro- professional about things. But here, you know, they, they didn't, I think a lot of them didn't think of it in that aspect of this is a show and we need to create some, some type of drama. So. Yeah, I think even even on the other shows that, that you'll see, uh, a lot of the stories today have always become, this is my dream, this is this is what I've always wanted to do, and, this, and that's fine, but guess what? That should be everybody in the business. So let's let's change the story a little bit, and I think that's what you did. Yeah. And it, it may not have ended the way you wanted except, it to, but... Except for, what was her name, Cameron, who shows up on that one tough enough and was like... Oh, I just saw it on TV and thought it was cool. And what was your best match? Oh, it was uh, some divas match. It was that Alicia was Fox drugs. and uh, yeah, and, and Melina. Yeah, yep. and then Steve Austin like slammed her for it. Or what? And at least, and so at least that made it funny. But at the same time, you're right. You should it should be everybody's dream and want to want to do to do this and not being there just to, so I can you know because because wrestling is yeah. There's a lot of people that make it, that that's made a lot of money from it. And there's a lot of star star power from wrestling, but at the same time, there's a lot of guys that it takes time to get there. So it's not always, you know, there's some that get the get the rub and get the push from the very beginning, but not all, it doesn't happen for everybody. But it's, it's the same with Hollywood, anyways. Yeah. Any kind of stardom or any kind of rock star, you know, it takes time and work. And there's so many know. different roads to take. You know, there is. Yeah, there it is. can be your dream, but sometimes you got to just say, "Hey, I know I'm the best at what I do." And I'm I want to win, and right. and that's that's where Tony's coming from, and I right. I like that, and, and right, and, and and character is one of the things that drives any kind of television, whether it's you know you're watching a drama or a comedy show or a movie or whatever, but especially in wrestling, mm-hmm. you know, characters. What we've talked about in the show many times, where we see all these, you can do all the cool flips and the and and whatever you want to do and cool moves, but character is what drips. Like right now, the best thing Britt Baker could have happened for Britt Baker was the injury. No, Not that we, I want to see him get injured, but it allowed her to build character. And now she's one of the most over people on TV because of that reason. Same with Russell House at, at Impact. Like All those guys now are not lost in just doing doing matches. They're actually building character. Now when they come out of Russell House, you're going to have, oh, I remember just so-and-so doing this. Johnny Swinger is one of the key things. Like For years he's been wrestling, but yet now his character is what's making you like Johnny Swinger and want to watch him. Whether he gets in the ring and does two moves, that's all you need to do. So, that's fair. So kudos to you like showing character and building that because the show was literally about you and the character of who, who Tony Gunn was. Yeah, and, and I like that. I'm glad that they kind of showed that side and, and put that out there. But I, I really wish, like, I don't, you know, behind, I don't know what happened, you know, political mm-hmm. wise or behind closed doors of gut check, but it seemed like to me that show ended kind of abruptly, you know, because there was only three episodes and they wrapped it up pretty pretty quick because we, yeah. we got a lot of footage, a lot of hours of footage, and I wish that would have got shown. I think that would have made a big difference in the viewer's eyes as far as as far as seeing that material, but you know, it sucks that that wasn't put out one, there. One of the things that I heard um, is just the fact that what they've recorded, who they used, who had the footage, um, somehow, I, I don't know if it was contract, what, they couldn't get that footage to go any further, so they had to end it. That was what I heard, but at the same time, I'm sure there's more to it. It's just a nutshell kind of an idea. So that, it makes sense on, on that, when you hear that, why it didn't show more show episodes. To also, like, kind of back up what, what Tony said, me, as a fan, I watched that, and I was like, those are the finalists? Like, the the first two episodes were were focused on other people, Um and then people I didn't even expect to make, the, and no offense to them, I'm, I know everybody works hard to do what they can do, so I'm not trying to sound like I'm, but but it wasn't the best wrestlers in the final of, of Gut Check. Well, and and right, and so there's, I think there's missed footage too as well. Oh yeah, that's what and, I'm saying. Yeah, I'm yeah, backing right. up his claim that there's a, there's a lot of stuff missing because there's no way you get from focusing on 
on Tony for the first couple episodes, and then in the final episode, it's the guy everybody was pissed off at for working too stiff. I mean, as far as the show showed, right? Because you only uh, saw that part. Yeah, but I will yeah, say yeah, that, yeah, we, yeah. and of course, we had we had Jackson Stone on the show, and so you know, congratulations to him for yeah, winning. Yeah, I don't want to say like I'm trying to. Poop but on I will say this though: the five or six guys in the final that was that was you know put in there is Tony been one the cons and. It, like they legit all could have won the contract. I mean, every one of those, every one of y'all could have had the contract and went on, you know, or or they could have done what they've done I don't, before. I don't agree with you. I think only one man deserved that contract, yeah. and he's sitting right here. I, I mean, I'm saying an overall. Yes, I wanted Tony to win the contract. Don't get me wrong. Doesn't but sound here's like the, it. here's the thing though too though is that is that where I'm hoping happens. The pandemic happened shortly after, right That's after true. that. That's true. So I'm hoping what they've done in the past and what they've done on you've seen WWE tough enough do this too as well. They usually, because one wins, other ones also get opportunities and get that's used true. later. So that's, that's what I'm true. hoping for Tony and any you know, other guys too as well. Because I think, like I said, all all are good. But yeah, definitely for Tony, I would love to see him be be used and be be put in that position. You know what and, I would love to see? I, I've heard this whole for the last year and a half. The impact is the 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 feeder system, the minor leagues, so to speak, or not minor farm team. Okay, I apologize because you know as well as anybody. When people call OVW independent, I kind of get offended by that because I feel like they're one of the best in the world. I mean, we're I talking 100 million homes right. now, so you can't And really I always say that, that every single time. And, and Daniel never means it when he says it, or JK never meant it when he said it, but I always, I'm like, no, 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 they're, they're not independents. That's that's the big leagues. Uh, but with with that being said, um, the, the, whole, the whole situation to me is that, like, this guy – he he deserved he deserved to win that as far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. you know, and I, 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 I agree. I, I don't know, but that, just, you know, that's that's one thing about the entertainment business: what you deserve and what you get are true. two totally different things. Yeah, you yeah. know. And, and, and the thing about it is too is what I think what I think is done for you, and only you can you can um, you know if I'm wrong, let me know. But I think what it's also done for you is it's kind of get a different drive, and you put maybe not a chip on your shoulder if you want to call it that, but it's it's. Uh, it's made you focus on okay. I'm gonna bust. It. I'm gonna show people they made a mistake. You know, I'm gonna. I'm gonna yeah, I'm, yeah. I agree with that. I, I've definitely changed my gears ever since all that yeah. happened. You know, yeah. While that was happening, I was kind of gaining that momentum and stuff like that. And then I just had the the rug ripped out from underneath me with the tricep injury and then the, the whole gut check thing and then the pandemic. So it's you know I've it's is give is giving me a deeper drive and motivation of just like, you know, my mentality now is just kinda like screw you. I'm gonna show you who I am, you know, inside and outside the ring and and if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't, I don't really care. Yeah. So Exactly. Know. Well it, it certainly puts you on everybody's radar in the business and that's you know, I mean good or bad, you know, focus on you is all the, still good. Yeah. All the way up to stilling my gimmick. <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, it, yeah, uh, that. Uh, I'm that shocked one happen. of them didn't bring that up because they've been they've been <laughs> hey. bringing up all the other craps. craps. I'm, I'm just aggravated. Well, look, look. I even forgot what my point was a second ago. I had to like just. I'm so aggravated right now. <laughs> what were you aggravated about? Just, just the fact we have a we have a guest as great as Tony in here. Y'all just keep bringing up stuff. All right. All right, well, David Arquette well, hey, and all I, that stuff. I, I, that's all right. That's how it is. Well, right no, Tony. Tony brought. Do we do? That, that's what's look, going look, on. Look, do we want to go any deeper? World. Do we want to go any deeper on that? On, on that, no. But just because there's no really point in doing that, because you know that I've, I've kind of wiped my hands clean with that. Yeah, you know. Absolutely. So it's it's you know it's, I take responsibility. It's my fault for for that whole aspect. I should have got that trademark years ago. When I started doing it, because when as a um, you know as an independent wrestler, if you find something that works, whatever your gimmick, you need to get that you need to get that brand protected and trademarked. I didn't do that, so it's my fault. I get that, I understand that. Uh, going forward, though, I would say just you know anybody listening, just you know any wrestler out there that's fine that you find something that's working for you, then you need to take it upon yourself to get that protected because there's no one else is looking out for you. So I would say if you find something a gimmick or something that's working for you, get that trademark because yeah. you never know. You never know how who's going to steal that what, from you, who's watching. It also happened with, FT, with the name FTR because there was a group by FTR that then when FTR became a, a gimmick on the show and then they became their tag team there, there was a battle with that between those guys. I forget what the, that, what the one FTR stood for. No, yeah, it wasn't FTR because FTR is what they ended up being because they were the revival and then they became – the, the revolt. The revolt. That's, That's what, what it was. was. It was the revolt. Mm, they wanted to be the revolt, but 
couldn't. Oh, that's it was what, already a group called the Raw. Okay, that's uh, what it was. Okay, but I knew it was something like either that. Either way, there's only one way to say this is the wrestling business. So I say we put it on a pole. That's what. That's how. <laughs> yeah. That's how we do this, right? Yeah. Right? yeah. I don't know if we can say a gun on a pole. That's probably that, that's right. Right. right that yeah. Sounds very extreme, <laughs> but I like it. Let's whatever yeah, right. we got to do. Yeah. I mean, if Vince Russo was booking it, it would be yeah, a kind that, of a pole. Yeah, it would be a pole, yeah. <laughs> Monday, I would like for you to, to go ahead and trademark uh, Ringside Thunderdome, just so we don't, you know, just in... Well, I think Thunderdome's taken, so well, I would just say... I'd do it, I'd do it anyway. We can call it... The, would you call it the, the Wamathon 20,000 or something? No, no, no. Okay, That's what right. I call the TV is the Wamathon 5,000. Okay, all right. Well, I'm actually getting that name trademarked right now. So, <laughs> I told so, you. So if you want it, you're going to have to buy it That's, from me, all right? We got it, we got it. Nobody he better. Learned, he learned very, very fast. <laughs> he learned very fast. But you know, and one well, that's thing just though, because too, he's not an ass, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and one thing, uh, and one thing though too is, I will say that um, you know, if, if Tony was to go on in, into the WWE, which I can see that happening for sure, you never know if they're going to use Tony Gunn or they're going to give you some other name like you know Jack Smith or whatever they decide to come up with. I hate when they do that. And I, I understand. I know. No, I understand why, but I hated seeing Tyler Black come in as Seth. Actually, Seth Rollins is one example where it actually ended up. It worked being out. A, it worked out. Jackson Riker and names like that. I just. I don't. They just seem. I know they're supposed to sound well, they do it just so superhero. They but here's yeah. the thing: when you got the marketing machine behind you, that's that's going to stick. But, but, like but, Daniel Bryan's Daniel Bryan yeah, now, and everybody yeah. knows, even though everybody hated it. But yeah, names but also like Jackson Riker and Jordan Miles and Bronson but, Reed. They but, just don't sound. But, but, but also too, like like Kevin Owens would have probably been if he came in later. He they would have kept Kevin. Yeah, Steen. Absolutely. And so you never know if, if, if Tony having having the buzz he has too. They could obviously keep. You know Tony Gunn. You yeah, know, so with just, the last name Gunn, man, that's such a wrestling name. Why change it? You yeah, know? yeah. But, and then you never know where, you know, if they decide to rehire somebody, then there's a gimmick. There. There's there's a story there yeah, too there's, already. There's always a story. We got the story there already. You yeah, know? it's maybe, all there. Maybe, maybe it'll play out one day. I'm game. Yeah. Um, you know, but it, not it a gun is. on a pole, Matt. That sounds no. dangerous. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So well, what's the end I'll game of that? Back. The first person to grab the gun and fire it off in the air? Hopefully not at their opponent. So who's going to pull the trigger on that? <laughs> no, don't, don't put this on me. In this day and age, we don't need any, any more of that. I can't believe J.K. Just, suggested that. Yeah, yeah, right. JK, we'll just bury him. He ain't been here in a month. J.K., stop saying stuff like that. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, the... the would it co- right now, let's talk about you being the current OVW champion, sure. and we'll go ahead and plug. We'll, I thought we was going to bring this up a little, little bit later, but we'll might as well go now. Leading up this this week, we've got the OVW 1100 episode, which is amazing in itself. You know, the 1000 episode was a big milestone, and now it's 1100. I think there's only two other wrestling shows out there, right? Raw and SmackDown that's made it that far yep. on a weekly basis, and maybe the only other weekly basis show might be Law and Order and The Simpsons that's made yeah. it that many episodes. So, you know, 1100 episode. We already know who your opponent's going to be. It's going to be the flying Brian Pillman Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to go up against uh, him. He won the number one contender spot against Ron Heil, which you like to call Skidmark. Um, well, I, you know, that's his name. That's, that's, his, <laughs> right. that, that's, that's his staying name in the wrestling business, that's Skidmark. True. You that's know, true. So he'll never live that down with me anyways. Right, exactly. Yeah. So uh, he he, uh, he couldn't beat Brian. Brian wins uh, the match. So now you've got a match uh, between you and Brian on this episode. And, uh, you know, I'm just. What What are your thoughts on on this on this show and uh, and and Brian itself? I mean, I you know, I mean, you know, I would say to be a part of the 1100 episode is something that's that's awesome. That's something that you know people won't forget. I won't forget. So it's cool to be a part of that, uh, especially be the heavyweight champion and and being able to step in the ring with uh, Pillman Jr. You know, second generation uh, second generation guy is pretty awesome, but. Um, you know, I like to be challenged. I like to have people coming from the outside in, into OVW to just to show them what I have and see what they got as well. Because I've already been in the ring with everybody at OVW. I have nothing else to prove with anybody else there. You're the champion. You're so right. you know, like I, I'm, I'm at the top. I'm at the top of the list there, so to speak, the top shelf. So I have nothing to prove with anybody else there. So I like the fact that Brian Pillman Jr. became the number one contender for this heavyweight title because that I like to be challenged. So that's going to be a challenge for me. It's going to be a challenge for him as well too because. He doesn't know me, and I don't know him. So uh, it's going to be it's going to be a battle, to say the least. 
All right. Absolutely. Looking um, forward to it. And and he's he's done some good things so far. He's had some some key wins. And then of course we've seen him all over TV. He's you know, from AEW and he's been all over the country. So he may have a little bit of that maybe uh the ring wear because because you've only been in the ring maybe what once since the pandemic twice twice yeah so it's yeah it's i'm still knocking rust off as well which is you know which is a hinder for anybody with whatever sport or business that you're in so i'm i'm not i'm knocking that off getting uh my ring shape back so to speak and i know with pillman jr he likes to go he he's a fast moving guy, so my my game is to slow him down. So that that's my edge in this match coming up. And, and here's the thing too, um, when it comes to that, I mean, this is another thing you got to prove. We talked about the PWI 500. You're at 459 this year. He's at 140. So that's another way to say, hey, you know, I deserve to be higher on this list yeah. than you have me because I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna what you do with what you do in the match. So if you if you beat, which I don't see any reason why you wouldn't beat him if you beat him then there you go that's your that's another stamp you can say that you know you're one one of your top 150 i just i just beat right so that's 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 right there and the, and you can send it to wherever impact AEW. say hey guys you know look at what what shotgun tony Gunn's well and doing. it's also the motivation considering i think we talked about it last week brian was in the 400s last year and look where he is now right 40s yeah. so uh that that could be you I don't see why it shouldn't be him. I mean, that's just my opinion on that. Uh, Jeremy, you agree? I'm I'm still aggravated. I don't I don't really want to. I'm I'm just because to me, and this is not. You know, I have a special place in my heart for OVW. I've been going there since I was a kid. Uh, had a special bond with a lot of the people there. This man right here is the top fifty wrestler in the world, and that's not just because he's here. That's not me blowing smoke. That's that's the truth, and for him. Hopefully, and I hope that drive. I hope that disrespect drives you to just beat the piss out of Pillman just a little bit more than you were going to before. <laughs> Most certainly. We'll talk about some of the other stuff that's coming up on the 1100th episode, by the way. Um, we're going to see a big uh, four-man match, uh, four-on-four match, rather. It's going to be all of the LOB against uh, Complete Package, Katina and Bizzo, and the Tate Twins all together. Uh, so that's pretty cool. We've got a, a an interesting Anarchy title match, which I'm not going to talk about it too much now but uh that's coming up as well um we've got adam revolver taking on dustin jackson uh we're going to continue to see the rise of roman roselle he's going to be in there as well and uh and then of course dimes with his heavy jay bradley going up against Corey storm and a mystery partner so uh we'll we'll see what happens so a lot a lot of stuff happening and who knows what other surprises coming up i've heard of possible returns coming uh, so, 1100th episode going to be a big two-hour special, not, and of course, come on, Dan, no, don't do that. To not, me. not to mention, not to mention, there's uh, the women's titles up for grabs. So, well, that's true. A big scramble match with pretty much a whole new crop of ladies. Yeah, and um, you know, I'm, and we'll see um, if if Madison Rain can uh, you know retain her title or not. So, as OVW women's title, well, so. they've already stripped her of the title, haven't they? I, I I'm hearing that's a possibility, but she could show up. Uh, I guess you know? she could. And they be in that earn match. I mean, earn it back in that match. Have you heard of who the mystery partner may be? Don't Daniel me. At least give me some deep. I've the show. heard. I've heard it's a former heavyweight champion of OVW. That's okay. what I've heard. Just tell me after the show. Well, who we'll held see. it for a very He's long not time? Not going to tell me. <laughs> we'll see on that. He's and plus, uh, what I understand, our the CEO has had a big special announcement. Has a big special announcement on that show too. So we'll see what that announcement is as well. I know the spoilers are out there. What it possibly could be, but I, until I hear it from Also's mouth or see it, I, I, right. I, I, it's, it's all rumors. And in, in, in you window. There you go. In the window. Yeah. In the windows. In the windows. All right, so um, yeah, so a lot to look forward to this week on YTA as well as Roku and all that. So OVW Television, uh, be sure to check it out. Do you know that um, you and my mom are the only two people on earth I've ever heard call it Roku? Yeah, what's Roku? I never heard of Roku. There's an O in there. I said Roku. No, you no, said Roku. Twice you said, said Roku. Roku. Yeah, you said Roku. Did I really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. And my mom does that too. <laughs> like she messes up every word. She'll be like, uh, the Panasonic TV's not coming on. I'm like, the Panasonic? Come on, mom. I didn't know. know. I, did I really say Roku? I thought I said yeah. Roku. You said Roku. Oh, oh, anyways, whatever. Uh, so, uh, uh, now, um, let's get into. The you can cr- also find those episodes on the YouTube, right? 
the O2. <laughs> <Yo> too. <laughs> All right, let's let's talk a little bit about. I know you, you if you may not want to talk too much about it, and that's okay. But what when it comes to say the, your um, the current product out there, you know, with Impact WB AEW, do you watch any of that? Do you get a chance to sit down? Uh, you know, to be honest with you, I d- I don't watch a lot of wrestling. Uh, I might I might watch AEW or Impact every other week or something like that, but. I really can't watch WWE right now. It's it's really hard to watch. Just everything is too, too, too scripted. I'm not about being everything scripted from A to Z in the ring and uh, promos backstage or, or in the ring. You know, I'm, I'm the big uh, believer in, like, uh, going out there and being yourself and getting yeah. yourself over, you know, the, the – uh, promoter tell me hey i need you to go out there and get this across and leaving it up to me to go get these bullet points across mm-hmm. uh, you know so if you can't go out there and get yourself over you know then you shouldn't be out there which and i really so, think is only one there's only one company that doesn't do that or that does that i mean that makes or doesn't do that i should say yeah i guess i was right the first time that allows you to go out there and make everything scripted but every, everyone else gives you the opportunity to get yourself over and uh, as in like AEW Impact and, and OVW, and so you know that's and that to me is what really. If you look back in the Attitude Era in those days, that's what got those guys over. They were themselves. I was just about to say the 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 Austins and the Rocks and the Triple H's. That time in wrestling, you could feel that these weren't things that they were told to say specifically. You could mm-hmm. tell that they Stone Cold thought he was the toughest sob on earth. So he conveyed that to us. Yeah, the Rock made us smell up what he was cooking all the time. Yeah, yeah. Could, could you imagine some writer writing that out for the Rock of what to say like oh, today? It like work. it wouldn't it wouldn't work because it wouldn't be for that person. Like you couldn't you couldn't write Austin three sixteen says I just whipped your ass and tell him to go out there and say that. That's that's something that you do on the fly. You know, mm-hmm. you shoot from the hip. Yeah, and yeah. it would come across right. as scripted now. Yeah, you know, and you know to try to get over a catchphrase like. Suffering succotash or something with Roman well, Reigns, I mean, where it was like back at, it fell flat. You even, know what I mean? Even recently, WB, we'll give we'll give him kudos here. Actually, we'll give this person kudos, even though I know you don't care for him too much, Jeremy. <laughs> but in in the, in, the, in the ring, the in the ring, he's 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 he's, he's uh, doing these suplexes on this guy, and he's like Su- suplex city bitch, and then it got over like crazy. Brock Lesnar did that yeah. on the fly. No one scripted him to say that. It just happened. And and Brock Lesnar's not a guy who talks, but yet that got over because it was organic and it happened, and it was like hell. Why not? He's suplexing the hell out of him, and and that that works. Where if if it was scripted to say that, it wouldn't have came. It wouldn't have worked. It would have probably been said, and I'm going to suplex city you bitch, and it would have made no sense. And then whoever came up with the idea to have the actual city on the T-shirt every time he showed up, genius. Because yeah. I mean, you know, in. Some people would want to buy a Suplex City T-shirt, but when it's got your city on it, absolutely right, yeah. right. Because, because of what he said, and because of but that, that all started they with him. It. Yeah, they, back to Austin, it all started with they wanted to do something else with a T-shirt, and Austin's like, no, you know, I think Russo was part of that too. You've got to make um, black and white, just Austin three sixteen. That's it. Maybe something on the back. I think the first one didn't have the skull on the back, but he's like, that's it. That's that's my T-shirt. And sure enough, you still can see it today as being the most popular T-shirt out there because of the organic catchphrase that he said. Probably. I would say top two most. If you if you said give me three WWE T shirts that were the greatest of all time or most iconic, you it's, know it's that one. There's that, no one, that's no. it. The only one that comes close Hulkamania, to that is the Hulk, yellow no, Hulkamania with the red. I would even say NWO right. probably beat NWO and the Macho Man, the purple Macho Man, yeah. the purple Macho Man, and then after CM that would Punk's, be but, uh, the white with the black. I don't even the think that was as big no. as popular as no. you know, I love here's that. Here's the thing about Austin 360 and the NWO. Those two shirts you saw everywhere. Yeah, you would walk yeah. into a mall back and, in the nineties, and, and there were so many parodies of those shirts yeah. too. There still are to this yeah. day right. with the NWO. Right, and the Bullet Club is just basically another knock of NWO. So it's just. In, in that we've seen a lot of those here lately. That's the most. That's the only thing I can think of that's been as iconic. But that's it. Like it's because it, and all that was raw, real, and the NWO was pretty much the same way. It was just. It was just kind of whoa, shockingly how how that you know it wasn't. It's part of a scripted, but Hogan and them just went on the rails on that on that uh, that shoot uh, thing after Bash at the Beach. So you know, it's just it's amazing, right? And and I will say this for some of those guys, and I won't give specific names, but some of those guys. Don't have the ability to pull that off, but there's some guys that it hinders. Like I feel like it hinders the Miz a lot because when he goes, when you watch him on Talking Smack, he's go, and mostly other places he's go to on the microphone, but you can tell he's uncomfortable when he's doing his his Miz T because right. it's just 
stuff well, you've been, but I, there are people that it protects. I don't like again. I don't want to say any name. I, I'll tell you who I believe after the show, but that it just completely hinders them that they're being uh, told what to do. But it also it, it it protects a lot of them. Too. Well, it does because I've heard Jericho say before. You know, like there are certain people, and I, I don't think he's. I think he's called names, but he's also not or kind of like alluded to, and you just kind of use your imagination that these guys got to have scripts. But there's the guys that definitely don't, and the scripts hurt them when he was in WWE. I think the up. scripts hurt Roman Reigns a lot. I think he's one of the guys that you would say he, he's not got over because he's well, not been able to be well, here, How about this? Like, Look at Jericho saying something like, a little bit of the bubbly, and how much that gets over, exactly. and which was totally off the cuff, and no, and no, but then they can continue to push it. And then you've got the big dog. Like, Who is embracing the big dog, Roman Reigns? Other than Michael Cole shouting it at the top of his lungs, <laughs> right. who is embraced? Have you seen fans holding up signs? I mean, when they were there, holding no, up signs, didn't. big dog. Yeah, I'm all about big dog. You know, no, like nobody cares. It's no. just it was something that was manufactured, and it's obviously manufactured. And it's like, okay, yeah, whatever. You're just beating a dead horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and but Jericho can say anything, and it takes off. Well, but the he demo, knows how to, but the he demo also, god. No, the the, the awesome. cat pee thing didn't work. That was, that was a miss. <laughs> there's things. The cat that, pee thing here's was the thing about Jericho though. He'll, true. Jericho will try it if it doesn't work out. If he doesn't know he didn't get over, he immediately moves on. That's true. He, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't a, keep he's it a genius up. in that aspect. Yeah. He doesn't keep up the big dog, big dog, big dog until it, until maybe they catch on. He he goes up oh, up oh, didn't work. Bit of the bubbly took off. Okay, that's not demo what god. I was, took demo off. god took off. That's not where I wanted it to. T- okay, le champion. Yeah, how'd you champion. forget le champion? So, but even back at, back now, this is a Jimmy Jacobs thing. But but the list, I mean, the list was huge. And granted, it was it was supposed to be just a joke. And then it took off. We got to keep running with the list. And yeah. then he kept running because they were smart enough to catch on and go on with it. And granted, again, that's part of the the you know. I think, as you can see on Impact Television, Jimmy Jacobs is one of the is a great writer back in WWE as well as what he's doing with Impact right now. True. And it's just you know, it's it goes to show you that they, but but they allow the talent because they allow Jericho and Kevin Owens to kind of do their thing and kind of here's a few th- go on with it. And they where that's what happens with Impact. That's what happens with OVW now. Al's like, here's here you go. This is what I want. He does. He lets. I mean, Tony can. He lets Tony go out there and he tells you. He may say this is the point I want to get across, but he lets you run with it. He lets yeah. you do it. What I say out there is my own words right. and how and however the hell I want to say it. Like I mean, it, it's it's me. Like everything out there is me and what I say. Like Al doesn't even really tell me what to, what I need to say. He says this is the business, right? Exactly, and, and that's what and I mean. I'm like, okay, cool. And he tr- he puts that trust into me to just go out there and get that business across. And hands down, every time, not to toot my own horn, I've done that and I do that. Right. And that's that's how you learn. That's how you grow um, inside the ring. And that's I think that's that's what I like, like you said about OVW, is because we do have that freedom to go out there and be ourselves in the ring from a physical standpoint mm-hmm. and verbally to talk on the mic however we want. Because what he says, as soon as you go through that curtain, you know it's up to you, and and what you do is what you do. It's like I we have no control over that. So you are the only person that's in control of yourself out there. Mm-hmm. So it's up to you to go out there and get over right. So that's what I like about that at OVW is is we have that opportunity to go out there and be who we are. Now, a lot of the people that are there don't know who the hell they are, and they're trying to figure that out, and that takes a lot of time to figure out. Me, I think I figured out who I am and what I'm about, and ever since I've done that like three years ago, uh, like you guys have been saying, I've kind of been taken off, and it's just I think it's in due time before before something happens. And, and it does take time. I mean, you know, I've heard you know Steve Austin said he wrestled for what six seven years before he ever really figured out who he was, and even when he had a nice little run in WCW as Stunning Steve with Brian Pillman Jr.'s dad, Brian Pillman, it's it had a character, but it still didn't take off until he got to use his personality at ECW slash. Even when he first went to WBF, it was still like, nope, you're ma- you're manfa- manufactured as this, and then nope, you know, it took time to to get that, and it does take time, and I think some of these other guys, as you mentioned, at OVW, is like they haven't figured out who they are yet. They will, but they've got to trust the process too, and I well, think a lot of times you get and and a, and a lot of that is too is believing in yourself. Like yeah. when I go out there and say like I'm the best at what I do in and out of this ring. I, I'm, I, believe I, I, I am. I believe like, it. I, like I am. Like yeah. I know that yeah. I am. Like anybody that's there at OVW, I know, 
I know that I'm better than them. And, I, and that's not sounding arrogant or cocky or anything right. like that. I've busted my ass for 15 years trying to perfect my skill in and out of the ring and being a true professional and trying to trying to go somewhere. So, yeah, I, I take it serious, and, and everyone else should as well. So it, it's nothing cocky or anything like that. Like when I go out there and say that, that's that that's who I you am. You got to be confident yeah. in yourself. Yeah, you got to. So and, the, and and if you don't show that, and if you don't put that out there, that confidence, the crowd's going to eat that up and yep. and see right through it, and yep. you're just you're it's you're done for. So now, now that we're kind of starting to get out of this this pandemic age and getting back to live shows and doing things like that, what are your hopes for like this this next year coming up? Once we get back to these shows, you know, obviously last year we were able to go to Fort Knox and we were able to go back to Fort Street Live and all this stuff. Is there anything uh, you'd like to see OVW do in the coming year once we get back to crowds? Uh, you know, right now just a short term goal is I just want to get back to what what we're what we do usually on a weekly basis, you know, I'm ready for this pandemic crap to be over with. Uh, yeah, it is serious and, and all that good stuff, but I'm ready to get back to somewhat of a normal schedule as far as in the ring and just the wrestling business in general. Uh, well, back in our normal, I would say me back in our home. You yeah. Know I mean? like, yeah. Yeah. Home. Cause OVW to me is home. I've been, I've been here since 2000, 13 something like that well i that. mean like in our in our own arena <laughs> yeah 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 i hate i hate indiana <laughs> i hate going i hate i hate the arena over there man well, the arena itself not not the state when i, I when no, I, I hate it all when I, when I cut that when i cut that promo on how and said we're in the butt crack of indiana i that's we're in the butt crack of indiana you know that's i hate that place with a passion yeah. and uh but no i'm ready to get back to the davis arena i'm ready to grow ovw and in, in the right steps and the right direction and i, I want to see big Bigger, bigger things for OVW as a company, and if I can be a part of that, that's awesome. But I also want to grow as well and and venture outside of OVW and and spread my wings, so to speak, and and be more uh, challenged uh, professionally in the ring. And you know, that's hopefully one day maybe going to Impact or AW something like that. So I, I definitely want to get out of OVW. Um, but leave it at, at some a, point leave it time. at a higher level. Take it to that exactly, level and then yeah. move on. Yeah, and let them still yeah, be, yeah, yeah. I get, I get so. that. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the, and I would say, I think it would be cool and see if it, Tony, if you back this up and Eric, you as well, all of us here, well, I only just say is that OVW, yes, get home back in the Davis arena for our normal TV, but it's, you mentioned shows like Fort Knox and all that being that we're kind of on a national network and, and this whole new different atmosphere. I'd love to see us on a travel schedule if, if at least once a month we're at some big show in tennessee or we sure. go to florida we go to colorado we go to you know all well, i mean look at places. the partnerships that we've developed yeah. now with with you know colorado utah alabama all the you know all these organizations and and you know to, Impact to hire well. well to a higher extent overseas i mean there's there's part of the al snow wrestling academy over there i think we see more opportunity for trading talent for you know you being the the OVW champ, making those those places. And, yeah, going over know. to going over to the UK and and doing a series of matches or a series, and then the you know, champion we've, over here. We've seen whatever. some of their people come come here yeah. already. So I I think that that's one of the biggest things, especially since people all over the country and all over the world can see us now. I think that that's that's going to be a big deal for us. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And um, now, you know, you also. Uh, I know before the pandemic, of course, right now the school is is on is stopping, but I think it's going to start hopefully start back up soon. Are you you were part of the school training and doing things up for OVW? Is that something you want to still continue? Oh in the yeah, future? most definitely because you know um, I love teaching. I'm yeah. passionate about that. Um, you know, I want to spread my knowledge. You know, so I was part of the intermediate uh, training class for mm-hmm. for the OVW school. And yeah, when things get back to normal, I do want to I do want to pick back up on that. So you know, and I will say, you know, being because I've sat in your classes and other, and you know, I've seen some of the beginners. Not not saying anybody doesn't, but I like I like your take on it that you actually do challenge the guys to do something different, or the, in the gals, guys and gals to like do something different, work on something that they're struggling with, those kind of things where. Um, you know, it's not just okay. Well, this is this is Plan A. We're doing this today. No, Plan B. You have that structure, but at the same time, you kind of open it up to to work on other things. Yeah, I, and I challenge them, no matter who they are. And and you, I mean, what's the point, you know, of coming to class and learning something if you're not being challenged, yeah, right? Exactly. So, and that's the point. And a lot of the guys like 
when they're in my class, they hate it. But afterwards, they're like, okay, I respect it, and thank you for this, you know. You know, my first group of guys that came through with, like, AJZ and uh, Luscious Lawrence and all those guys, like, man, they dropped so much weight because I, I had them conditioned. And they learned so much as far as how to think out there and trying to figure themselves out and stuff like that and, and challenging them in training, like, after the class was over with, man, they came back to me, and they are like, man, he's like, I can see it now, like, thank you so much for what you did, and, and all that, so it's, that, that's kind of cool for me as a teacher, you know, spreading my knowledge, and then having that, you know, come back to me. And those guys have, like, even on, even recently on OBWTV, they're at a different level, too, you can see they're performing better, character-wise, in the ring, yeah. like, so you can see that, you can actually see it happening, too, and it's it's always cool, like when you have someone you've you know, I guess your student or child or kid. It's almost like you, you're proud of you're just as proud as as them doing something as you are you doing something. You know right? I mean? Yeah. AJ AJZ always calls me daddy, and I'm like, don't call me daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm not that old. <laughs> yeah. There's there's a, a lot of dedicated guys, and I've loved to see their progress. And I know you have a lot to do with that. But the two that you mentioned specifically, you know, AJZ and Luscious Lawrence. I mean, the, how much they've stepped up their game, and you look. Yeah. They they are coming into their own, which I love to see that. And I, uh, some of the other guys you'll see slowly making their way up. And I I, I like I like what I'm seeing. And, I, and I'm going to say that with those two guys right there, not just because they were my class, uh, but you can already tell um, that they are they are on the level, if not surpassing some of the talent that's that's been there. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent agree with you there. And, you know, that's something that the boys need to wake up and realize that that OVW is going to become uh, a challenging place to get on the show and to be able to do something. And they're going to they're going to get a wake up call, you know, pretty soon once we start getting more talent in here and it gets a lot more competitive. And I mean, you were we were just starting to see that before the pandemic. But now that we're things are opening back up, it's going to start it's going to start happening again. So. Mm-hmm. They got to wake up and realize that because because the talent that's coming in is already surpassing people that have been there for a few years now. So should, yeah, 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 and that, that's and that's the thing too. I think uh, go, we talked about this once before, but go back to the attitude there, even the maybe the the rust, ruthless aggression there too, where you had there was a a uh, healthy competition thing there where somebody would you know rock one of the top spot because Austin had a rock push then Triple H wanted the top spot and they put and then you had this great you know these athletic you know matches just amazing storytelling amazing things so because everyone was pushing and competition was there and that's the thing that's going to help OVW and the guys there is that to have that drive and that push to I want to be top I want to be this I want to be that you know and what I oh this person's working out this person's busting their ass in the ring uh, when when we're not here at shows I need to do the same too because to surpass them and so that's that's you know that's just going to make the product better. And that's too. that's how I've always looked at it. Like even when it wasn't that when I was there, that's how I've always looked at it. Like I want to look better than this person. I want to be better than this person. Like I want to be better than everybody else here. Like that's always been my mentality, and that's the mentality that you have to have if you want to grow in this world of professional wrestling. So. Yeah, and let's let's not overlook the fact that now all the platforms that OVW is on now, it's not about just, hey, I'm part of OVW. I hope somebody recognized me when I met Mall St. Matthews. This is like, <laughs> hey, I'm in OVW. Maybe somebody in Japan saw me wrestle and wants to book me in Japan. This is this is a whole different world now when it, it comes to being yeah. in OVW. Yeah, and, and here's the thing, too, that they forget, and I think Al's brought it up before, and I've literally... I was there when this person said this to Al Snow. Johnny A said to OV, Johnny A said at WWE said this to Al. They watch the program weekly. They still watch OVW weekly to see what's going on. So they're they're though the top. You know, if you want to say WWE is what they are, the king king. They're watching exactly what's going on. So they're they have no problem pulling a talent there and taking someone from there, but. In the past, I believe that they that everybody's think OVW has written them off because of what has happened. Al was turning it around to getting back to those where soon you would be shocked to see, or you wouldn't be shocked to see a Tony Gunn, a Justin Smooth, or you know, whoever AJZ all of a sudden get pulled and be booked into something being being the top WWE or 
And then that's going to just cause impact to do it too. Hey, we're going to pull. And then AEW, we've got this is this is a this is a group. And granted, like Jeremy always says, OVW is considered one of the top. He doesn't consider it independent, but it's going to also show that hey, now guys are going to make the decision. I don't know WWE. I want to stay at OVW, and it's going to cause guys to do that do that too and want to stay there compared to go to other places too because of the what OVW is doing as well. So that it's just great for the business overall in general, great for the in- industry, however you want to call it. And it's just amazing. It's awesome to see that we're, where we're at today in 2020 with this pandemic or what, whatever, but compared to where OVW or just wrestling was five years ago, you know? Yeah. Jeremy's so good. <laughs> I'm just waiting for you. No, I'm so, you've heard me say ass and piss this show. That's two words that are not normally in my vocabulary. I'm still heated. I, I'm still just... I'm over here just trying to. I'm I've never seen you so in. quiet. It, it's okay. Dave Arquette passed me up in the PWI. That's that. That's no, okay. No, it's not okay. It's all right. It's all right. It's not. He wasn't on the list this year, though. <laughs> Deservedly, you know what? David Arquette was not on the list this year. There you go. So there you go. For so, what? Huh? For the list for what? For the PWI. Oh, he's not in it. Oh, I oh, thought you said he was this year. year. Oh, last no, last year. He was last year. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was oh. last year when he was doing all the indie shows. He's he's not doing it. He's got a movie out this time. He didn't make the list. So there you go. It's, I guess our own form of retribution there, huh? <laughs> there you go. There's your yeah. Uh, Rex, Where's the lighting effects? We just we just we just uh, wreck stuff and leave, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much it. Um. So now here's the thing, though. Too is I, uh, you know. And this is, and see if you uh, you agree to this. Um, no, Tony, <laughs> is that this last year? I think about the same amount, three maybe four people made the PW, PWI in, in OVW. This year, another three or four. Um, you being the constant one for each one, so that's phenomenal and, and should be. Do, would you like to see not only obviously your name higher, but would you like to see more OVW talent make that list next year? Uh, yeah, I mean that's just that's just a bonus and that's a plus for OVW, you know, yeah. and that that raises the bar and raises the competition, you know, and it's more eyes on OVW. Oh, there's something happening here at OVW when more people are are in that, you know, PWI. Take that as as what it is, you know. Uh, but it's still there's still something kind of cool about it being in in the top 500s, you know whether it's there is. W- whether it's a legitimate thing or not, you know it's it's not really, but it is kind of cool to be on that list. Uh, even though I should be way higher on that list, way but, higher. But anyways, you know that's just my personal opinion. Uh, but yeah, most definitely. I mean that that that's that's good for OVW for more of us to be to be on that list. Now, as far as names that could possibly be on that list. I don't know. Like, I, I'm not that person to like to, to name names or put anybody else over or anything like that. So, unless unless they deserve to be, yeah, that, that, that's true. And 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 I just it just goes to show like like you mentioned the two guys that you've seen a change in so much, but other guys will come into this program and and do other and you have the the hand of helping train and then and so on and so forth. It, it'll just be awesome to see. Oh, look, ten guys made it this year. Uh, or f- sorry, you know, in twenty twenty one, you know, ten guys made it, and now how many's in the top one fifty, or how many's in the top hundred, and, and things like that. So yeah, um, it's just good overall for for definitely for OVW, and it's like you, as we all said, shows that are not just an independent. There are you know one of the top elite places to be, uh, for sure. So um, Tony, I, I got a question. I've been wanting to know who's your favorite personality on the Ringside Podcast. Oh God. <laughs> Just rank them from one to three. That's all I want to know. Now, what's the question again? Uh, who's your favorite personality here on the Ringside Podcast? Oh, for this podcast. Yes. Oh. From one to three, one being the person who has trashed you the least. Oh, man. To the one that's trashed you the most. But to see, like, like you say trash me the most, like I haven't heard the trash. I just heard the stuff that you've been saying that he's been tra- trashing oh, see, there me. You so, go. That's, so that's but, but like, but, th- but though, but though, I don't know if he's too scared to trash me in front of my face. That's it. So, <laughs> you know, I do have the sweet house with a sweet studio and setup. So, I mean, I, don't let that factor into first your. First of all, I'm a, I, I am a I am a straight down the middle referee. So. Therefore, I if I, uh, I I've seen you pull your count a couple of times, especially uh, with me in the ring. I've seen you sleeping on the job quite a bit lately. Uh, oh God, we, we, got, we, we have video footage of that. This yeah. is my favorite episode ever. Oh, See, here here's what I'm thinking. Well, I mean, the, the answer is clear because one, you know, Jeremy's a big fan, but he he can do nothing for you. You know, you've got Daniel, <laughs> okay. who obviously has been sleeping on the job and and you know is out of position. 
And then Wait. you got the one person who can really put you over, bringing you to the ring and while you're in the ring. I, so I think the one, answer two, is clear, three, right? I, I, I think the answer is clear. I can, yeah. I, mean, I, I can also, you know, you know I can control whether the, he wins or loses, too, technically. I could. Oh, you know? Jesus. Wow. I can, so yeah, Daniel but, the wow. God. Somebody I can, needs but, to talk about the management. What I'm saying with the one, two, three is that I can not do the three or I can pull the three real fast. To allow him to be for the someone that's too scared to talk to smack in front of me, he he has the audacity to say he can go out there and pull a match. You think wow. he, he, he's trying to say you he's think, your wrestling Jesus? You think he has the cojones <laughs> to pull that off? Uh, no, I think no. he he'd end up laid out in the middle of the ring. <laughs> I'm I do not, and I, I would uh, never do that. I mean, I've given a kill shot to like uh, man beast before, and I see a few him others. Kind of so, rubbing I mean, that can, elbow can, like he's, he's, he's getting too, ready. Hey, there's you know he's there's been times look. He's he's threatened to to swing his his arm at me, and when I was trying to just, I I, I did I hop out of the ring or not? I, I ran out of that ring. I'm no. not, I, so I I know I know who you know your you know your role. I know who Shotgun Tony Gunn is. <laughs> <laughs> I know who Shotgun Tony Gunn is. I know my place. All right. So, so for uh, those of y'all counting at home, it was number one Jeremy, number two Eric, number three. Daniel. I never heard that, but okay. Uh, <laughs> I believe the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's uh, let's talk about the future. What, what um, I know you kind of talked a little bit about it and kind of throwing this out there, but like you know, let's just say what, we had you on about a year ago, mm-hmm. um, and, and and if we don't have you on before, then let's say we'll get you on another year. We kind of do a yearly thing. Where do you see yourself being? Um, and we're not talking about the PWI list in there. You already mentioned that. But overall, where do you see yourself being in a year with, with, with where you're at right now in wrestling? You know, honestly, I, I said this earlier on the show, is I, I want to grow past OVW. Nothing negative against OVW. I, I love my time there, mm-hmm. uh, and I love my time here right now. Uh, but it's just just like I said before, is I've already faced everybody there. There's no really true challenges for me there as a professional. And for me to grow as a professional, I need to be in the ring with people that's as good, if not better than me, because that's the only way that I can grow. Because right now, to be honest with you, I'm not growing professionally there, uh, so I want to move up and be uh, and be somewhere else. Uh, so within the next year, you know, um, I, I'd like to be at Impact. Uh, I think AEW that bridge is probably burned <laughs> <laughs> from the whole gun thing. Yeah. But uh, WWE, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I really want to go there or not. But I'd, I'd love to do something with Impact. My name has been associated with Impact for the past couple of years now, so that would be kind of cool just to finally fulfill that and see what happens there. Uh, but and I still want to train. I still want to like train. You know, class with OVW. Well, you still, and and like I don't that. see any reason unless yeah. you went to WWE. Would be yeah. the only, only way you they would cut you off. I yeah, mean, but else. I love being where I'm at at OVW. But I also want to grow professionally as well too, and be in the ring with people that are better than me because I've already grown as as much as I can grow at OVW, and and there like you have people that are mid shelf. Mm-hmm. You have people that are top shelf like me, and when I'm in the ring with them, I have to bring myself down to kind of to kind of help them out. And that's no knock to anybody or anything like that. That's nothing negative. That's just the reality of it. And I cannot grow professionally doing that every week. Well, here's the thing. Right, I agree with you every week. But here's the thing. I want to. I want to say. We talked about this on the last episode. Is we brought up you know people like um, Adam Cole and uh, Seth Rollins. The fact that recently they they had matches with with very very green guys, but yet the matches were phenomenal, you know, great with with uh, Adam Cole being with um, Pat McAfee and then Seth Rollins with Dominic, and so, but you're one of those guys right now, now not on a weekly basis, but every they can do that once a month or once every couple months, throw you in with a guy like that, which they've done it before. And you're a guy that I know they can trust, and I'm, I'm confident that you can help carry and lead that person in the match. And all of a sudden, everybody's like, "Well, so and so did amazing," with to- but it's like, yeah, but also they're in there with Tony Gunn. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the that's the thing about those guys. Did Dominic, Dominic and, and Pat McAfee did great, but they were in there with Adam Cole and Seth Rollins, so they wouldn't be there with anybody else. You know, those guys were trusted to lead those. So that's the good thing, but. But it's hard on a weekly basis for sure because yeah. it does do nothing but bring you down. Yeah. But uh, and, but I but, yeah. and that'll that'll happen. I'm sure 
you know, the the fact the more you move up, where this impact or like AEW, <laughs> if if the bridges burn, whatever. But with but but if you do make an impact somewhere, um, Ugh, then what a pun! <laughs> Ugh, that was so gross. <laughs> if you do if you do go it's to impact there, it's every week. <laughs> there's God gonna, there's gonna every be week. guys. There's gonna be guys there. That, yeah, they're gonna challenge. There's gonna be guys who are on your same level. And there might be one or two guys that you are probably better than and more, and you're going to have to bring up as, as well. But you're that, used to doing that. You know? That's fine. That's, on that level, that's fine. But when you're doing it on a weekly basis, right. it gets kind of frustrating uh, for me as a professional. So, yeah. you know, like I said, I love what I'm doing there, but I want to I want to grow and be in the ring with, like, Callahan's and, you know, and other names like that, you know, to, to, to let me grow as well too and actually show you show you what I truly can do, you know, in and out of the ring. Yeah, I've said this before. Jeremy has said this. I think Eric can can agree. Is that there? I can look at the Impact roster, and I can look at just one or two people at OVW. You being one of those two people, is that you know could fit right in and be just not if not top right there with everybody or right in that mix. And so they they deserve to be right there, you know, in that group. And there, like I said, there's, there'd be more, maybe one or one other person I can think of in OVW be like that. I'm not going to say who they are, but. It's just that would be right there, and yeah. that's and that's it. Well, and you know? I I agree with you because I mean right now the impact is in that situation where they have they've got some great veterans. You know they've got your rhinos and RVDs, and they've got Eddie Edwards who's been around for a long time, and you know. But then you you've got other guys that are young guys, and I would say right now that uh, Tony, you're on the level, if not higher level than some of the guys they have on their main roster. So oh, absolutely, yeah. I can see you fit without that there. without question. And I can I mean I, I'm looking I can see him you having even though the style's a little different, but phenomenal matches with like a tjp or any of the rascals or um you know just um you know even got then you know, I can see you work with someone like a larry d and, and be great you know what i mean like this it's just there's a lot of different johnny swinger brian myers oh yeah brian myers oh eric my young man you and eric young oh my gosh oh yeah hey, y'all would tear it up eddie yeah. edwards in him yeah yeah um yeah eddie edwards uh i mean just just i mean many many uh, people that um, you know, it, it just uh, it would be great. I, I'm I, so I'm looking forward. I'm hoping it all happens soon as well, and then I you know, and hopefully I'm still reffing your matches uh, then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. hopefully you don't pull the count. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I tried to help you that time though. That was a help pull the count for you. Um, no, it's, uh, that's a funny story in itself. All right, so. Um, you got anything you want to want to plug or get out there as we kind of wind down and end the show here? No, man. I think we talked about myself quite enough. Uh, <laughs> no, but <laughs> I, I will put this out there as far as if anybody wants to uh, pursue and follow me on social media, you can look me up on Twitter. It's uh, gun underscore Tony. And then Instagram is uh, Tony B. Gun. Uh, so that's it. Very cool. 1100th episode of OVW coming up this week. Of course, you can catch that on uh, YTA, on YouTube. You can get it on Roku. You can get it on Firestick, Amazon Prime, Apple TV. It's pretty much everywhere right now. If you're not uh, seeing OVW, you're not looking hard enough. That's true. Uh, That's true. And by the way, shout out to our sponsor, Call and everybody, when you go to callerabobrand.com, use promo code RINGSIDE on a couple of letters. You help the RINGSIDE podcast out and you save uh, 10% on your order uh, as well. And um, yeah, there's another pro wrestling tees website well, out there. What you, you definitely can. do save us from is from anybody buying a Mister Delicious shirt. That's what you <laughs> save us from for sure. Uh, or there, uh, there's an arm sleeve zebra one too. You know. So. <sighs> All right, whatever. The worst nicknames are the ones that you give yourself. Like you, you obviously earned shotgun. I earned like that was my football number. At, I think at, we both at, looked at his t-shirts and went. Has anybody ever called you either one of those yeah. things? <laughs> what's what's the what's the names? Oh, he, one of his shirts features a picture of a zebra with their referee shirt, and it says "Arm Sleeve Zebra." The zebra's tatted up, and the second shirt is it kind of looks like uh, Vince Russo a little bit, and it says "Mr. Delicious" underneath the bottom of it. <laughs> The Mr. Delicious is a is a. This I goes know. back to the whole getting over the big dog thing. Right, so. right, right. <laughs> keep pushing it. Keep pushing. No, I can hear no one's buying it. Michael Cole. Actually, I'm so delicious. Believe it or not, I've sold like twenty Mr. Delicious shirts. I've only sold one of the others, so I don't know. Yeah, but, but I mean, your, your fiance can only buy so many of your shirts. <laughs> no, the Mr. Delicious is a, it was an inside it was like a joke. It was like that was what was called on the on the the Indies outside of OVW for like a whole. It was OVW just a, is not the Indies. It, I said outside of OVW. In the indies, outside of OVW. Right. That's implying that they're one of them. No. I'm, I'm protective. Just 
Anyways, calm but down, listen, Mr. Listen. Delicious. Yes. Yes. Calm down. So, so, so what's the story behind Mr. Delicious? <laughs> yeah, tell us, Mr. Scrumptious. Yeah, I mean, you got this nickname, so what's the story? It's it's it's, it's an off air story, but uh, let's just say this is this this is before I was uh, in a relationship and and uh, engaged. It involves maybe you know a rat or something like that. So, what does a what a, a rat rodents a rat. Look, I will say this. I know it sounds like I give Daniel a hard time. A lot of the shows, I'm very proud of him. I cannot knock his. If you could put it, if you can tell people you're Mister Freaking Delicious, and it sells off the more power to you. I appreciate and respect your hustle. I was, I really was not going to do it, and then I'm still I got, trying to figure out how mice are involved in this. Well, I don't, and how I don't do think I want to know. A rat, totally unless unless you're a, a great <laughs> talent. How do you even have the cojones to say I'm going to put a T-shirt up? Mm-hmm. Like, how Especially big does your e- yeah? How big yeah. does your ego have to be? It. I just. All right, guys. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. You can get us all on the podcast avenues: Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcasts, or just go to ringsoundpodcast.com. Subscribe and download. Leave a five star review. We appreciate that. You can get us all on the social media: the Twitch, the Instagram, and the Facebook at Ringside Podcast. Individually on Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Daniel Spencer. I'm at Jeremy underscore CSE. And I'm at Eric on the air. All right. And then, Tony, once again, we can get you on uh, at uh, on, on Twitter. Is it gun underscore Tony? Gun underscore Tony. And then Tony B. Gun on Instagram, right? That's it. All right. Sounds good to follow. And uh, uh, Tony, well, what I like, too, is, uh, by the way, during the pandemic, I, we should have put this over. Dude. The videos you were putting down on your social media were just, were just oh, phenomenal. Classic, right? Hell yeah, of a painter. Great. Hell be, of a painter. Be, be right. <laughs> be more gun. Be more gun. That was yeah. That that right there. Like I looked forward every week. Like your videos. Like what you were going to put out next. Yeah, I think I might start picking that back up again yes, and, and roll, rolling with the hashtag well, be more gun. Please do. Yeah. Uh, we we endorse it one hundred percent on this podcast. At least me and Eric do. I don't know about Jeremy. I. <laughs> See, here's the thing. Here's your problem. There's only one hill on, uh, in the broadcast, to, and that's me. So you, when you try to throw little hill tactics out like that, they don't work. When I throw the jokes, they work. I, 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 I'm just being honest. You're you're the hill. So how is that a hill? I, he, he he knows that that I'm a fan of his. Oh, okay, gotcha. All right. So that don't make any sense. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. In the meantime, between time. Until next time, you can catch us ringside. And it'll be delicious. (laughs) (laughs) See ya.